We are recording, and I have an admission. Uh-oh. I have to fess okay. up about something. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Alan, Alan is the Lindbergh baby. Some... <laughs> well, he's old enough. I am not. Oh. <laughs> um, That's actually a, a, a Simpsons line. I can't take credit for it. But some... sorry, I'm sorry, Alan. Well, some of you know this, but I've, I've held a deep, dark secret. For all my life. He's really a woman. No. Alan is really a man. I am a leftist. Oh. But I was born that way. Not in Alan. Not in the way we mean. I am You mean sinister. Ah, in honor of today being (laughs) National Left Handed Day. That's right. There is something you know, about me you do not know. Jay, are you? Jay, are you left-handed? What? I am not. Jay. I am right-handed. Yes. Hmm. Can you not hear me? Yeah, we hear you. I hear you now. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I am not. I am not left-handed. My my dad is, but I am not. Interesting. Well, today is left-handers' day. It's also and, National Flamingon Day. You know, we want to talk about you want to talk about an oppressed people. Oh my God! Here we go. <laughs> the tyranny. Are, are you saying you? The tyranny of the right throughout history <laughs> has been so <laughs> oppressive to my people. <laughs> and you know, it's it's like. You know, things like, you know, look up, you know, look up left and you see like synonyms are like evil. You know. Well, yeah, the left is the, evil, Alan. Come there's on. The, the word sinister means left. You know. mm-hmm. in, in, in there's herald, reasons. In, in heraldry, a bar sinister means you're a bastard. <laughs> Alan? The French word for left is gauche. That's what right. happens when you do something that's gauche. It's gauche. That's right. Exactly. So, you know, you you know, just wait. Which wait I wait till wonder, the worm turns and where well, the hell did that here's come a, from? Here's a here's a little. Uh, I, I I think it was just because they were they were. Left-handed people were kind of the the oddballs, you know. Yes. When you have a small population and somebody is left-handed and they're, you know, backwards doing everything. Maybe it's maybe you I'm know. just so clueless. I'm like I wouldn't even notice. I really wouldn't. I, you know, that's because you are part of the the systemic <laughs> oppression. That's <laughs> yeah. That's it. So you don't notice. You you have you have right. <laughs> What is it? Uh, right, right uh, privilege. You have right. Privilege. I have handed privilege. That's right. Are you are you gonna are you gonna agitate for left parades? You don't even realize that you're handest because you're you're part of the the oppressive system. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go start some some left some lefty grievance studies. <laughs> no, you need you need to go riot. 
Yeah, Except that's that you're, right. You're gonna you're gonna throw the things through the window the wrong way. <laughs> I need to go get my reparations. <laughs> my street reparations. Well, what do we I want? Wanted to, I wanted to, to not add... drag our. We're not. Go ahead, Rita. Who? Sorry. I wanted to add about the left hand thing. Yes. Um. The the Irish the Irish word for left handed, and I grew up with this term because my brother was left handed, and so I heard it all the time at home. And the Irish word for left-handed is kithog, and it means awkward. Well, that would be accurate. That's <laughs> accurate, I think. Kithog means because you know, we, like because you, know, you do things weird. Because we well, that's because that's <laughs> Mike, because the world's Mike against is left-handed. us. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're sorry. You're a minority. Like. Well. Wow, we're, we're faced Just with systemic, fire, systemic fire backward scissors and. <laughs> but my, Mike is left-handed, as are both of his brothers. So Mike has two brothers. So all three of them are left-handed, and interestingly enough, their mother was left-handed. So I'm wondering if it's like a maternal line type thing. But hmm. when I'm with Mike, shoots. He sh- he can shoot like I think Mike shoots right-handed. Actually, he's pretty ambidextrous when it comes to stuff. But certain things, like in the kitchen, I cannot watch him use a spatula. <laughs> like, what do you? What are you doing? And I've come to realize spatulas are designed usually for right-handed people because it has like one edge that's kind of curved and it works best for right-handed people. But yes, I've yeah. noticed that. And so, as a result, you all look very kithog to us. Very awkward. Doing right. stuff. But it's, but it's a systemic oppression. If everything, if everything mm-hmm. was made for left-handed people, then all the right-handed people would be the awkward ones. You have the weird scissors. Like, what more do you want? Yeah, but we don't have the weird scissors. You do! If, if I go... Yeah, but- and scissors, which are you, you have to go to the left door. Go thing. go to Walmart and buy some left-handed scissors. <laughs> Good luck. They have them for kids, don't they? Are you saying Alan needs safety scissors? Yeah, I need the safety kind of the... left-handed scissors. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I can so I can sit over here and eat my glue safely. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have an advantage when you drive a British car. Uh, huh? Uh, or Japanese car? For that I don't know about that. A manual transmission. I'm not, I'm not sure I could British shift. With my, I'm not sure I could shift with my <laughs> left hand. I just I've done it with my right for so many years, so many decades. <laughs> I don't. Pretty sure. I, I can't even. Do you that. shoot left-handed or right-handed? I no. shoot. I predominantly shoot pistol left-handed, but I'm just as bad with my right hand as I am with my left hand. <laughs> Um, I shoot rifle right-handed. You do carry your gun on your left, right? Yes. Yeah, when I carry it, it's on my left side. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mike, when he carries, carries, well, now I have to think about it. Well, I don't know. Now, Alan, are you left or right eye dominant? I am left eye dominant. Yes. That, that makes shooting a rifle much more complex. Yes, it is. 
Um, you have well, to, you know, what it what it means is I have to use my I have to use my my right eye and, and get yeah. it screwed up. Which you know it's it's now that I'm a little bit older now and I can no longer see the front sight on most rifles. <laughs> It, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make much difference anymore. <laughs> that is a point. And and scopes, you know, scopes tend to lessen the eye, eye the dominant eye problem anyway. So, you know, it's funny. Um, I have a I have a red dot on my um, my suppressed SBR, and the way you shoot, you know, with the red dot is you, you know, both eyes are open all the time. And I find right. that having a left eye dominant makes that work really great. Hmm. Because the, yeah, I suppose because the right eye just sees the, you know, my left eye sees everything and the right eye just basically provides the superposition of the, the red dot over whatever my left eye sees. So works out good. It is task. Test exclusively with yeah. check the red dot against the target. Right. Yeah, that's all it does. So anyway, that's it. I'm a lefty. I admit it. Rise up, right my now. brothers. I think a Fight lot the of oppression. men are lefties. I, you know, could be. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's done I, the... Eh. They say it's about 10% I don't know. of the I think population. In my experience... But. Yeah, but I think I think for nerdy men, it skews pretty heavily left-handed. When I was in when I was in elementary school, I had a teacher that tried to make me write with my right hand, and she would smack my hand with a ruler if I wrote with my left. So you know how that well how, you know how well that worked out with, for me because I turned well, your you, handwriting I, is atrocious. I, I waited until she turned her back, and I put the pencil back in my left hand. So and now you have a thing for nuns. It was a very, it it was a very large black woman. (laughs) You know what? It's funny is she's the only teacher I had in my entire first through 12th grades that I can remember her name. It's because you hate her. I I hated that woman so much. Mrs. Mrs. Cousins was her name. She's the only one that I remember. I cannot, I, for the life of me, I couldn't tell you the name of one of my teachers in any other, any other class I had up through high school. Cause I, you know, blocked it all out. So, well, right hell, Mrs. Cousins. that's right. Oh, I'm sure she's dead. She was old back then. All repressed memories. Alan. Yep. <laughs> tell you what, man. <sighs> anyway, so. Left-handers day. Well, we can't we can't say speaking of large black women, but large Jamaican women, moderately sized Jamaican women. She's, well, she's not large. I'm, I'm yeah. not. I mean, I, I I said this before. I'm I may be more African American than she is. I'm almost certainly because pretty sure. You know, because her what are her mom's from India? Yeah. So. Yes. What? So and, she's Asian, and her and her dad was not. You know, he was from Jamaica, but he was not. Um. Purely, of African ancestry. No. He was a mix. 
because of course, I can't, I can't help but think Jamaican and Indian. That is an awesome culinary mix. I would love. Yes. Oh I my want, gosh. I want a Jamaican Indian restaurant now. So spicy. <laughs> I know, right? Jerk curried chicken. Jerk. Yes, please. Yes. Jerk vindaloo. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Please. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I could go for that. Now I now I'm hungry. Damn it. And I do have to say one thing. I've noticed is people who are like people on the right side of the spectrum who are like, oh, she disagreed with Biden and now she's his running mate. I'm like, yeah, George Bush, Ronald Reagan. I, it, it happens. That's, right. Right. There are so many other things that that's really, you yes. know, eh, you know, eh. yeah, even even for me, the, though, the fundamental thing is that she came out, Kamala Harris came out and basically said, yes, I believe Joe Biden's accusers of right. sexual improprieties and and rape. I mean, one woman accused him of rape and Kamala Harris has had come out previously months ago saying, yes, I believe all women and these, these women deserve to be heard. And I, I believe his accusers. So for me as a woman, I say, wait a minute. So you think the guy's a rapist, but you're on the ticket with him. What's that say about you? Well, it says she's a, Tommy Democrat. That's what it says. Well, I, they, that's you know, redundant. Obviously, I mean, but where's her credibility on that? No, you know, no. where's her credibility on women's issues? And and she'll get away oh, with oh. it because nobody will call yeah. her on. Yeah. And and I guarantee you, she'll talk about Trump being a misogynist. Guaranteed. There is absolutely no mm. doubt in my mind. Oh yeah. His comment from 15 years ago about grabbing by the pussy—that's going to come up again. And nobody will say a word about Tara Reid. You will not hear that that name, period. I bet you, you know, Facebook's already blocking people from posting stuff about Kamala. Uh, yep. I bet I bet Tara Reid's next on the chopping block. I bet they'll start they'll start blocking that. Willie Brown. Yep. Yeah, you know, which which is hysterical yeah. because people I've seen people taking right-leaning folks to task because when they make comments about, you know, oh, you started your career on your knees, and they're like, just because she's a woman, blah, 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 blah. it's like, uh, no, you might want to read up on that. Yeah, well, I mean... You, you might want to do a little reading on that before you jump on people for assuming because she's a woman she got ahead by screwing around. You might want to read up and find out that she actually did get ahead by screwing around. <laughs> yeah. Got ahead by giving it? Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, Willie Brown is about boy. as attractive as a turnip. And all of a sudden, she's literally half his age, and she's hanging on his arm, and just happens to get a six-figure job out of the deal. Oh, yeah. Despite not being qualified for it. And, okay, that's, that's small potatoes, though. The real issue here 
is that for the past, let me think, um, May was um, three months ago. So for an entire quarter, we have heard nothing but defund the police. The police are racist. All cops are bastards. ACAB. We've heard nothing but that from the left. Who is Joe Biden's running mate? The California prosecutor who disproportionately put black men in jail. Uh, yeah, it's like they want to lose. You know, you. you it's like they want to lose. I wonder. I wonder if they want to lose, or they figure they can cheat their way to the victory, so it really doesn't matter. They've got this so in the bag. I mean, you know, Trump. Trump makes a comment about no. I think the U.S. Postal Service is going to be prevented from doing mail-in ballots, and they're like, "Oh, Trump wants to stop it." No, mail-in ballots are a fucking horrible idea. The only thing worse than mail-in ballots are fucking not electronic smartphone ballots. <laughs> you know, online ballots. That's the only thing worse than mail-in. Oh, oh, but absentee ballots. Absentee ballots go to a known voter to a known voter's address. Who asked You're for talking it. about who asked yes, for it. Who specifically requested it and had a reason for it. You're talking about blanketing. We're just going to print up millions, millions upon millions of ballots and throw them into the wind like fucking dandelions. And, and then trust them to the Postal Service. Tr- trust them to the friggin' vote counters. You know, the same people that found boxes full of nothing but Al Gore votes in 2000. This is it. It's like 2000 was so long ago, they know everyone's forgotten about it. Uh, millennials sure as hell don't know a damn thing about it. They were kids. I think Brita's having audio problems. Uh-oh. Can you hear us, Brita? We can't. No. Oh, I mean, I can hear you. Can you oh. hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Hear you. You're back. She she was politely getting out of the way of, of my rant. No, Thank she, you, Brita. She was trying to talk. It was just, oh, we just couldn't I'm hear sorry. it. Skype was Skype was not. I a, couldn't hear you. It's not that I was being rude. Well, I was kind of being rude, but. No, right, I'm a, no, I'm a jerk. Just, I'm a jerk. I'll shut up now. Skype, Skype was being Skype. <sighs> Skype is a jerk. Yes. Yeah. So Brita's been trying to talk, and she's like, she's like messaging me. Can you no, even hear fine. me? I'll I was just like, no. Sit here and listen. <laughs> I'll just sit here and listen. It's fine. No, go ahead. Hey, you, you, you have the floor. I have nothing. No, <laughs> it's fine. So you're going to have, but you're going to be on the front lines, Brita, because people are going to be coming into the library going, do you have the votes? Do you have the ballots? Where are the ballots? Oh, God. What? Yeah. Is that a thing? Where's my man? I I was not informed of. No, no. People are going to think they can just pick up their ballots at the library. I'm sorry, the library. Because they pick up everything else. Exactly. Yeah. Get the tax forms there. Well, we ought to. We should get the ballots or, there or, too. And, or even worse, go vote at your library. No. Ah. No. <laughs> no. Oh, God. <laughs> Tell them you're only taking Democrat votes there. <laughs> I firmly believe that at this point in history, that anybody who has to work and deal with the public deserves hazard pay. At I least agree. not maybe not hazard pay, but like mental health pay because <laughs> everybody is fucking stupid right now. 
you should get like a I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I don't know how even how to structure it, but yeah, you should definitely get yeah. a, like like everybody that's having been having to work in a grocery store all this time, everybody that's been having to work in the library because you know, all these teachers that are like, "Oh no, we can't go back to school until yeah. You know until, what? Fuck them. And, Fuck and, them. and every librarian, every librarian and store clerk in the nation is going, "Fuck you, teachers." <laughs> We've oh been we've been working for months while you've been sitting on your ass at home not doing anything. Shut up. Getting paid. Yeah. That's the other thing. I, I love the the racket out of New York where the teachers union was like, yeah, we um, we're not going back to school in September. And oh, by the way, we're also not doing live teaching, live video teaching. Oh, yeah. Oh, because no? because some parent might see it. Yeah, we, we might see us indoctrinating your children. Yeah, we so. don't know who else might be watching the video, so we're not going to do it. So I'm like, okay, so you're basically not going to get paid, right? Because you're not doing anything. Do you think you're going to mail in a semester's worth of what? What are you going to do? Punch a bu- post a bunch of shit online? Take about 20 minutes? Oh, look, here's a lesson plan for the first semester. It took me an hour. Here's the thing, though. It's going, this is going to blow up spectacularly because so many places tie your school's funding to your property taxes, et cetera. And they have to get special dispensation when they inevitably, but by talking over. No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, no. Okay. Okay. But so many of these, you know, so many localities have to go to the property owners and say, yeah, we know we gave you your tax bill, but we need more money, so we're going to tax you again, if that's okay. And they're going to be like, oh, hell no. Oh, well, we may have to lay out some teachers. And they're going to be like, hmm, okay. you're a daisy if you do. Yeah. You know, because it's always, that's always been the teachers and police, teachers, police, and trash collection are the big three. It's like, oh, if we yeah. don't pass this tax override, we won't be able to afford this. Well, you're down to trash and cops and, oh, defund the police. You've painted yourself into a fucking corner, haven't you? On the left. You're defunding the police and the teachers ain't doing a fucking thing. Yeah. So what are you going to use? What do we get do, a refund? Is, no. Yeah. What is your lever going to be for trying to pry more tax money out of people? And you're going to have to pry more tax money yeah. out of people because another tenant on the left is, oh, we shouldn't have to pay rent. Oh, yeah. That's the other big one. <laughs> which, which uh, yeah, that, that's another thing I could rant on for an hour. Is everyone everyone thinks that landlords are like Steve Buscemi, uh, not Steve Buscemi, uh, was it? No, Joe Pesci in The Super, the awful movie in the 90s. Oh, yeah. You know, where he's he's, he's the mm-hmm. slumlord of, you know, rat infested apartments. And, you know, while, again, I'm sure stereotypes come from somewhere and they're they're rooted in truth. Not everyone is like that. The majority are not like that. I happen to have worked with a gentleman who owned rental properties and he very barely broke even and wound up working about a hundred hours a week at it. Yeah, it's it's not worth it, really. No. 
No, it's it's having a you know we we we're asked when we moved out of especially all the 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 bullshit they have to put up with with your renters. I mean, mm. oh yeah, people who rent do not take care of the property because it's not theirs. They don't care. Exactly. Right. And, and, and that's just, you know, most places they charge you some sort of like security deposit. Right. But yeah, you know, good luck getting, you know, they, so, so you got a thousand dollars security deposit and they did, you know, $20,000 in damage to your place. Right. You know, good luck getting that money out of them. And right. Even if they don't though, I mean, a light bulb goes out ring, ring. Hey, I've got a light bulb. I'll come fix it. My toilet's clogged. Come fix it. Yeah. You know, the little stupid things that they, a tenant can, you know, now when we, when we rented, I mean, we're in a little, you know, cheap apartment. Light bulb went out. We we just replaced it because it would take a month, Mm -hmm. but we could very well have called the property management company and said, we've got a light bulb. I'll come fix it. And they, they, per the contract, would have. You know, now, when the air conditioner stopped working, you know, called them up. They had to replace it. Right. I, I know some people that, that do, like, you know, residential, um, you know, rent. They, they own, like, rent properties and stuff like that. Yeah. And almost universally what they do is they turn it over to a management company to operate. Man, exactly. And the, the management company, they got, you know, they got, they, they roll it under a, you know, like a warranty thing. And so, so you wind up the, the way, the way it works for most people is that, so you buy, you buy a house and you, or you have a house that you move out of and, you know, you're, you know, the rent basically covers the mortgage or something. And, and you're hoping that, you know, you, you know, eventually you'll sell it for more. <laughs> so, you know, it's a, it's a real estate, it's an investment. I don't think, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that most people that do it expect to make a lot of money off the, off the rent. Um, I think they hope to just break even on the rent and then, you know, make it up when they sell the property later. So. Yeah. We, we actually were asked about that. When we moved down to Virginia, like, Oh, did you think about renting your house? And I was like, Oh, hell no. Yeah, that, you know, because I'm 500 miles away. Yeah, what? You and know, the what house are you going to do, right? Yeah, the house was, let's see, you know, 14 years old. It was right at the age where stuff starts to break. You know, yeah. where the furnace needs needs to be replaced, the air conditioning needs to be replaced. You know, not so much the roof, but you know, decks and that sort of thing. Yep. start to they start to go i tell you if you want to if you want to invest in real estate the best thing to do is buy farmland in my opinion yeah, yeah. well know, especially now buy farmland and then lease it to a farmer that way it's just land i mean yeah there's no maintenance you, you need to cover <laughs> your property tax that, that's pretty much it yeah yeah so anyway I don't know. You know, the thing, the thing about investing is, is I don't like to invest in anything that I don't know anything about. And I don't know anything about real estate. I don't know anything about farmland. <laughs> I don't know anything. And, and I'm sure there's other people out there that know a whole lot and would take yep. me to the cleaners. So I'm yep. like, yeah, no. Well, it also involves having, you know, money. So. Yeah. I, uh, 
Yeah. I, I invest in things like gasoline. Yeah. Copper jacketed lead. Well, there's that too. <laughs> Precious metals, copper, yeah. lead. Uh, Those are good. Bismuth. Uh, I mean, um, but yeah, oh. but yeah. So, so it's just very interesting to see the whole anti-cop, anti-authority, all of a sudden embracing a prosecutor. Are they though? Are they embracing her? the 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 diehard? Absolutely, I've seen a whole ton of Biden Harris. I'm in all the way because anybody mm. but Trump. Well, you did you did right. have that you did have that lovely uh, thing that um, somebody posted in the scroll report. Was it that? Oh yeah, the Sean King tweet. Oh, Talcomax. <laughs> yeah. Where Yeah, that was a quick turnaround. In November 2018, I'll be frank and tell you two Democrats that I am 99% sure I won't be supporting, primarily because of their dismal history on criminal justice reform over the course of their entire careers, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They both helped in build and advance mass incarceration. So that was November 2018. August. You know what was really good on criminal justice reform? Trump. You know what was really good? Donald, yes. Donald Trump. <laughs> so, yes! So, so August, August 11th, 2020, Sean King. That's it for me. I'm incredibly proud to see a brilliant black woman and HBCU grad chosen as vice presidential nominee. I've done political work my whole life and rarely, it's rarely... Things dreams are made of. Kamala Harris is the most progressive VP nominee in American history. Right. So there you go, Sean King. I just want to even more progressive about... than Tim Kaine. Oh God, please. Who? Who? I just want to mention about Kamala Harris and her blackness. Because, <laughs> all right, her father was from Jamaica. Her mother is from India. And. I, I looked it up yesterday, and her parents were divorced when she was seven years old. Now, you know, kind of assuming with her age and, you know, whatever, I'm assuming she lived primarily with her mother, who was Indian. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. India has a very strong culture. And if you have an Indian mother, you you basically like your household's pretty Indian. Like you eat Indian food. It's like an Indian thing, right? Right. So she never actually lived the African American experience. She okay, I'll I'll give Kamala Harris this. She is brown, but she is not black. She's lighter than I am. Probably this time of year, definitely. <laughs> it makes me wonder how much color correction they're doing on the video of her. Oh, look at, look at, uh, Alan, you're from the land of Beto. You yeah. know about that. Yep. Yep. Well, but, uh, you know, I'm just saying culturally, it's a, I mean, and African-American black people will say it's a cultural thing. You're born black in this country and you have this like cultural history. I mean, she, 
Kamala Harris, her family in Jamaica were slave owners. That's right. Which is, you know, how they got a little coffee mixed in their cream. Yeah, but, you know, say. you know, the same, you could have so said the same it's thing. it's not like. Yeah. I don't know. You could have said the same thing. But I just think it's disingenuous of the media to, well, Obama, come on. His father was Arab. Yeah, but. I don't know who his father was. But but he he grew up with his mother. They were divorced. His father was either African or. Yes. Absolutely. And he grew up with with a white mother Mm -hmm. in Hawaii, the bastion Mm -hmm. of, you know, black culture. Right. Yeah. So. Which just, just shows you that the Democratic Party are. They are the most racist motherfuckers because all they look yeah. at is the color of your skin. Yeah. They don't care about your background. They don't care about your your family history. It's they are just looking at how brown your skin is. Unless you don't vote for Joe Biden. Unless that's right. If, if well, you you're not black. Unless, if you don't right. vote for Joe Biden, you ain't you black. ain't black. Right. So. Well, you know, I mean, I'm sure Kamala Harris is, you know, clean and well-spoken and has just as, <laughs> just as many, poor kids I've, have just as many opportunities as white sure, kids. Pretty sure she's got a mouth like a sailor. But um, well, we'd, we'd have to ask Willie Brown, but <laughs> just, the more you read into that, the more. Is that a Marine joke? Yes. Is that a Marine <laughs> Joke! Oh my lord! Yeah. Well, the Marines are a department of the Navy, so yeah, the men's department. <laughs> yeah, sure as the sun rises in the east. Oh my gosh! But yeah, yep. So we're we're in for a very interesting end to 2020. The the year that started off as a shit show is going to end as an even bigger shit show. I'm like. Can the Yellowstone Caldera blow, please? 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 Maybe a meteor? Maybe, I don't know, bring back dinosaurs? Maybe maybe another rabid bat could bite fucking Joe Jorgensen? Well, the, the, the current theory is that the polls, are, the polls are just as wrong now as they were in 2016. Oh, yeah. And that, and that the Democrats know this. But it doesn't matter because they're going to cheat their asses off. Well, they're going to cheat their asses right. off. Plus, they're going to they're going to they're going to roll this right into more resistance when Trump wins again. Right. You know, because you you make more money being on defense. Exactly. Than you do on they learned, offense. They now, learned now, that from the they learned that from the Republicans. Right. Now, the interesting thing is going to be, can they keep Ruth Bader Ginsburg reanimated for four more years? No. Because she's like what about a hundred and seventy <laughs> no. right now? No, they won't, Jay. But when you know when when inevitably they get you know another Democrat president, they're going to pack the court. Oh yeah, it won't matter that it's seven and two because it'll be more like seven and eighteen. Right. They'll just they'll just pack the court. They the the gloves are off. They're gonna they're gonna do they'll they'll pack the court. They'll get rid of the filibuster. I mean, this is. You know, they've they've already laid out if if you know right. if Biden wins, this is what we're going to do. You know, I mean, they're yeah. The, the thing about the thing about Democrats is they they tell you what they're going to do. A lot of people, 
You know, a lot of people are like, oh, they won't really do that. Oh, no, they will. Right. No, they absolutely will. So, you know, I mean, you know, if there's been any bright side, it's like nobody's saying, oh, you paranoid idiot. Nobody's coming for your guns because, well, they've telegraphed that enough. You know, they very clearly don't give a shit about the First Amendment either. Right. I'm just I'm I'm kind of surprised they haven't tried to quarter troops yet. You know, because it's like, well, first, second, fourth, fifth, those are all fucked. Third Amendment, sacrosanct. Well, how'd that happen? I don't know. Um, maybe because it's hard to do. That's the only thing I can think about. Is it, it's you know it requires you like actually have to I don't know put troops in people's homes. You know. Yeah. It's I just think, interesting how that went from being like such a big thing that it was like number three on the list of the government is not allowed to do this. Right. To people like, oh, isn't that quaint? Everything else we get, you know, it's like you should be allowed to speak without fear of repercussions from the government. Okay. You should be allowed to own weapons in case the government gets uppity. Okay. You know, dude, we shouldn't, they shouldn't be able to just come and take shit from you for no reason. Okay, yep, absolutely. You should be able to face your accuser in a court of law. Yep, makes sense. But when it comes to they can't quarter troops in your house, it's like, yep, oh, oh, no, no. Well, that was also, you know, back in a time where where armies were more, like, fluid than they are now. You know, there was, there was... You know, armies armies were raised for a specific purpose, and then when that purpose was done, they were, you know, gotten rid of. So, I don't know. You know, I did learn one thing about um, the Fourth Amendment that I didn't realize. Yes. You you think the Fourth Amendment, you know, you know, unreasonable search and seizure, you know, keeps you know privacy of your you know, land and all that kind of stuff. It turns out that it doesn't apply except to your house. Really? It does not apply to your lands. So if you got, yeah, but you know, if you had 50 acres and a house, the government can come in and, you know, snoop and poop all over your 50 acres. As long as they don't (laughs) go in your house, it's completely legal. Hmm. And the reason I learned this is because I read about these court cases that are going on out of Tennessee, apparently, where the the game the game wardens were putting trail camera game cameras on people's lands to try to apparently try to catch them like hunting illegally on their own land on their own property. Yeah, right. Um, and oh, I would I would make sure that some bureaucrat had to gouge his own eyes out. And well, there would be midnight dancing. So so some guy. Got his, uh, you know, found this trail camera on on his property that he didn't put there. It was like, you know, it had no label or anything on it. And uh, he took it down. And like a few days later, he had he had like armed police at his door demanding the return of the stolen property. Hi. I have no idea what you're talking about. And he's like, he's like, what? You know, 
So yeah, it turns what? out turns out the state game wardens were putting game and they've been doing it all over the place. This is not. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, apparently it's a thing. There was some court case back in the '80s that basically <laughs> made made it the you know national rule that the Fourth Amendment does not apply to your lands. It only applies to your house. So I'm, I'm sorry. I just made the mistake of opening Twitter. <laughs> I'm, I'm flabbergasted. And if you've ever had your flabbergasted. Donald, Donald Trump just brought peace to the fucking Middle East. And what's trending oh. on Twitter is, I shit you not, Golden Showers Trump. Oh my God! Oh, yeah. Actually, that was a that was a really big deal. The United Arab <sighs> Emirates and Israel basically making a peace treaty, and 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 it was, you know, you would think that the rest of the world would be happy because Israel gave up. They basically agreed not to develop or take over the. What was it? The West Bank or whatever it was. Yes, yeah. that's huge. It's a huge, huge. deal. Huge. I mean, huge. incredibly huge. huge. And it's like crickets, crickets. Yeah. Because the whole West Bank is the source of contention with the with Israel and the Palestinians, right? So, well, the entire Israel, <laughs> besides the existence of Israel in the first place. <laughs> well, yes, but like the whole West Bank thing is a huge issue. With Palestine, right. and if if Israel is backing off from that, that could lead to you know world peace. Not world peace. There's well, never no. world peace. Give me peace a break. in the Middle East, but some more peace, like a little right. bit more peace in the Middle East. Well, seeing as how Donald Trump that'd has be done awesome. actually. And And it, I mean, Bibi Netanyahu has come out and, and credited Trump. It was his plan to do this. Yeah. Clearly being influenced by Russia. Because I don't know. They're still pushing that. I think that's the, the funniest damn thing. It has been disgraceful. Right now, Donald Trump beholden to Russia is the fucking political equivalent of Bigfoot. They're certain yeah. it exists. But all we have are grainy out of focus pictures in the in the days of you know 1088 1080p uh, resolution. This is a direct there. quote from BB Benjamin Netanyahu's Facebook account. I want to thank President Trump for his critical help in brokering this historic accord. And I want to thank him for his revolutionary vision for peace, which is the most realistic and important formula for peace in the region. President Trump's Middle East plan served as a basis for today's historic peace announcement. Where is Trump's peace prize? Yeah. Where is, yep. where is his Nobel Peace Prize? Never going to happen. For real. No, of course not. They give it to fucking Barack Obama and, and who's the towelhead guy? Uh, Yasser Arafat. Yasser Arafat. Which is it's yeah. frightening that I knew exactly who you meant by towelhead. I would have had to ask <laughs> The towelhead guy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the, <sighs> brokered a peace treaty. He did more than Jimmy Carter 
And Jimmy Carter is yeah. like loved and revered. Oh my God, Jimmy Carter. I will have you know that I just weeded out three Jimmy Carter books from the collection in the library today, <laughs> this week. I felt victorious in a weird way. Anyway, <laughs> but... <laughs> well, but like, yeah. even on the domestic front, like, and, and, and this is like the thing that pisses me the fuck off is that people are on our you know ostensibly on our side donald trump rolled back obama's cafe standards which were based on fucking magic oh we're gonna magically make cars 10 times more fuel efficient in 15 years you know by by 2025 you know 2045 the fleet average is going to be 50 miles per gallon um no, the fucking Toyota Prius gets 50 miles per gallon. So what you're telling me is that the average for every car they make has to be as good as a Toyota Prius. So for every truck they make that gets 20 miles per gallon, which is still pretty damn good for a truck, you've got to have a car that gets, oh, I don't know, 80 miles per gallon to balance it out. It was unrealistic. It was based on... I don't even know what they based on it. It was like pulled out of their asses, like uh, 50. I thought, I thought one of the reasons the trucks exist in the way they do is because they they weren't part of the cafe standards. I mean, big trucks. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like pickup I, I, trucks I and stuff that, that everybody buys the shit out of. Did, I think the cafe standards they're exempt from are some of the like the body requirements, you know, like the, the safety... Um, crumple zones and that sort of thing when it comes when it comes to mileage i it's like different tiers light trucks have a different tier than passenger cars Uh, but overall the entire fleet i mean the the single biggest example of how big of a fucking shell game it is is the geo metro plain and simple 19 fucking 90 this was a car that got 50 miles per gallon Okay, as the war in the Gulf, the first, the very first Gulf War got underway and gasoline shot up to insane, insane amounts of money, never, never heretofore seen, like $1.50 a gallon. (laughs) Chevy rolled out this gigantic pulsating ball of suck and fail called the Geo Metro. It had an engine that was smaller than a good number of motorcycles and it got 50 miles per gallon. If you got into a collision with a dog, you would die, but you got 50 miles per gallon. They could not give these cars away. They were horribly underpowered. They pretty much fell apart. If you looked at them wrong and they basically comprised the bottom, bottom tier of the rental fleet. And that's all they did for the entire time they existed. They got one redesign, and then they went, you know what? This car is the biggest fucking dog in the history of dogs. This car did worse than the fucking Hyundai XL. Let that sink in. And it got 50 miles per gallon in 1990. It kicks the shit out of the fucking Prius now at a third of the cost and a about the same size. We don't care about actual gas mileage. We care about virtue signaling. Oh, yeah. 
Of course. You know, and and if you know, we I were... wanted to I wanted to interject here, Jay. Oh, um, please. Just to get back real quick to the <laughs> the Middle East um, I, I peace treaty thing. Well, no, that's okay. I just, you know, I just um, when I first heard about it, um, I I thought to myself, okay, what does what are the news outlets saying? And of course, I go to <laughs> CNN, you know, first to see what is CNN saying. And I went to the CNN uh, homepage online. Um, I don't have TV, so you know, I, I'm looking at my news online, and CNN homepage. Nothing like crickets, literally nothing. A peace treaty in the Middle East, which could have like huge impact on world peace. Now, how would it have been handled? And this was was a few, this was a few hours, a few hours ago. Okay. So this, you know, I found out about this a few hours ago. And so I checked a few hours ago and just right now during the show, I said, you know what? I'm going to check again. The CNN homepage. Um, let me look. Uh, nope, nothing. So I go to the world up at the ta- up the top. They have different tabs like U.S., World, Africa, Americas, blah blah. Yeah. So I go to the World tab, thinking, okay, surely there's something. The biggest headline on the World tab at CNN is power lifter fractures both knees while attempting to squat nearly 900 pounds. (laughs) That's top headline on the world page on CNN. The second, no, no, no. The second headline on the world page of CNN, the second headline says Israel and the UAE established full normalization of relations, Trump says. And that is it. That is all they yeah. say about a historic peace treaty, that's all they say. Trump says, full normalization of relations. That's all they say. So, you know, I'm like, okay, well, oh, that's that's all you're going to say, CNN? Really? Really? That's it? So I'm like, okay, let's go to the Middle East tab. Right? Oh, yeah. It should be number one there, right? You'd think. You'd think. Middle East tab says... Top headline, how Hope Mars mission will make history in the UAE. Okay. And then I'm scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down. Wait, how Nothing. old is that story? Because that's that's been uh, like a couple of weeks now. Well, oh, July 14th. <laughs> right. A month old. <laughs> a month old story is their number one so CNN, from the Middle East. Brilliant. And that is it. So you yep. tell me about the media. And, you know, mm. I've, been, I've been harping about the media for years on this show. Yes, you have. I have. Here it is. I mean, how more, how more blatant could that be? I mean, maybe they'll put something up tomorrow. I don't know. But, like, it's huge news. It's all over the Internet. Yay. Peace in the Middle East. At least a little bit more peace in the Middle East. Like, that's a step. It's terrific. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. What the fuck? Yep. 
that's well, that's like I said again. Imagine if that had happened five years ago under Barack Obama, they oh would gosh. be oh they would be canonizing the man. They would have given him another yes. peace prize. I, I think they would actually you, nominate him for sainthood while he was still alive. They might even rename it the Obama you... Prize. <laughs> for the Obama Prize for Peace. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. Uh, I stand by my prediction. Yeah. It doesn't matter who wins the next election. It's going to be a shit show. All the way around. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we are not going to know the actual winner until well into 2021. Well, but even if even if Biden wins, you know, if, if you know, 2021, they, you know, Biden is the, the president, it's going to be a complete shit show. They're going to ram through every, you yeah. know, because if, if Biden wins, the uh, Republicans are going to lose the Senate, too. I mean, there's no way. There's no way yeah. Biden gets enough... Um, votes, you know, like electoral votes to win the presidency and the Senate stays Republican. That's just not going to happen. So, um, and look at, look at Virginia for what yeah. happens when that happens, guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's keep your powder dry. Yeah. On a lighter it, note. And, and, and for some people, you yeah. know, it's, you know, um, what do we want to call it? Educational films. The first this this week the this week in history the first PG thirteen movie was released. <laughs> Everybody's favorite. That's right, Red Dawn. And and not uh, the crappy one with a North Korean. Right, song. not the crappy <laughs> one, the good one. Wolverines. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to rationalize how the hell the North Koreans staged an attack on mainland United States. Did they come over here and what? Dug out canoes. Yeah, that's only <laughs> only in Hollywood could something like that happen. I mean, that's just, you know. Yeah, yeah, we had. Uh, but yes, the I original. Was, that, I, what what year did that movie come out? 80, 84? 84. Yep, yeah, we had a whole summer in our neighborhood. Like all the kids in my block, like we'd tie bandanas on our heads and like ride our bikes <laughs> around screaming Wolverines. You know, like, <laughs> Paddling, paddling as fast as we can, and we're like, you know, I don't know. It was, uh, and we were all girls, of course, and so it was very weird. But you know, whatever. Yeah, but you got to think about it. Nineteen <laughs> in in in, in nineteen eighty four, that was that was um, a very female empowering <laughs> movie for the time, right? I mean, they're. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we it said, was. Those girls kicked Leah butt. Thompson and They did, yeah. Who is the other actress? Who the I, other one that you I never think, think of I can't, for why anything can I not else. Think, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of her name, but but yeah, they were right in the mix. I got to google it now. Yeah. But I mean, talk about I mean, what Jennifer Grey. Oh, it was Jennifer Grey. That's right. Grey, that's like Flash Jennifer Grey. Flash who was... and, um 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 No. That Dirty Dancing. Jennifer like Grey the other movie with play. Patrick Swayze. Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Dirty That's dancing. right. Jennifer Beals was Flash Dancing. Thank you. Right. It was Jennifer something. But she was in, Jennifer Grey was in Dirty Dancing. Right. It was, I had dance right. Come on. And then, Cut me some slack. And then and then she got a nose job and nobody ever nobody would ever recognize her again. <laughs> right? She was got it? the nose job and, and destroyed her career. Yeah, she did. Wasn't she Ferris Bueller's sister? Hmm. 
Crap, now I gotta Instead look it up. Google. Yes, <laughs> yes, she was. Yes, yeah, she was Jeannie Bueller. All right. Yep. Oh go. my God. Mm-hmm. It's it was when well, you mentioned the nose, and it was like, oh yeah, which yeah. you know also, which also had Charlie Sheen in it. That's right. Coincidence? I think not. Nope. Clearly, <laughs> they left Colorado to go to wherever the hell Chicago. That's right. Yeah. I could I couldn't for it took me a second. I couldn't remember where first Bueller was set. I'm like, oh duh, they went to Chicago. Anyway, three years later. I want to watch these movies again. Clearly, clearly that movie was not realistic because you know there were not any, you know, shootings on the street corner or <laughs> riots, you know. Well, they were there in the daytime. Yeah. Well that's true. And not on the weekends. So but yeah, well, I mean, 84, I'm, I'm like trying to think, like, would that be considered peak Cold War? Or is that just after peak Cold War? Well, 80, the early 80s were, I, I would call it, well. Hmm. I'd wager, like, 80, when Reagan was elected, that's really when the Cold War, like, it depends, came to the forefront. It depends on how you're looking at it, Jay. Yeah, I would, that's a good I would point. say peak Peak Cold War had to have been the fifties and sixties. Yeah, because that's that's when race. it was that was when it was actually dangerous. That's when we actually almost came to like yeah blows. Yeah, um, uh, Cuban Missile Crisis, Bay of right. Pigs. Now the eighties was peak. Who was president then? Right, Kennedy. Ken- but the eighties and then were, Johnson, so Vietnam. Right, but but the eighties were peak popular culture Cold War. Because that's when they all the anti nuke oh, movies yeah. came out. You know, the what was yep. it? The the oh, war games. The day after. The day after. Yep. War, all those all those yep. post nuke. Damnation war, Alley. Pop, I'm yeah, gonna throw my yeah. my George Papard movie in. There you go. So yeah. So I mean, it was it was very big on popular call. Last you know they you know, Alas Babylon. Remember they made the On the Beach movie. That wasn't in the '80s. That was you know. But still, I mean, there was all that. You know, I, when I was a kid growing up, it was it was accepted as a matter of fact that could not be argued with. It was not a question of if; it was a question of when the nuclear war would happen that would kill everybody. Oh yeah, oh no! It was we, just a given. It was going to happen. We were we were two minutes to midnight. Right. Oh, Mad Max. I mean, just the 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 entire post apocalyptic genre. Right. You know, yeah, Night of the Comet, which yeah. was the nuclear apocalypse, but it was just that whole things are going to hell. That's I, I, I would pause that. While yes, there were fallout shelters in the sixties and fifties and sixties with the you know the the duck and cover drills, right. It really came to the forefront in the eighties, and, and and absolutely was Ronald Reagan. It was a it was a reaction to the left's caricature of Ronald Reagan, as he was the gung ho idiot cowboy that was right. going to get us into nuclear war. That he was going to push us. He was going to push the friendly, happy, loving Soviet Union into doing something they regretted. Oh no, that idiot Reagan! <laughs> it was it was really the start. When you think about it, yeah. okay, you had 
Reagan was the start of the modern left's interpretation of Republicans have to be idiots. They got they got their mileage out of Tricky Dick Nixon and Joe McCarthy that Republicans are evil. They're evil. They're going to do this. They're evil. And then it was, no, no, they're just dumb. You know, Ronald Reagan's just this, this bumbling idiot who succeeds despite himself. He's Homer Simpson writ large. And, and they carried it forward. You had Reagan through 88. Bush, Bush was it's just like, a, well, we don't know what happened to George Bush. We had eight years of Bill Clinton and the vacation from history. And then and we had the next George Bush, who was, if you, you lived through the 2000s, the media presentation of George W. Bush was amazing. The man was either an evil genius or he was a chimp. And it, it started with Reagan. If you look at the pop culture, and and as much as I love, for example, the Frank Miller Dark Knight series, Ronald Reagan is a clown. Going into more pop culture genesis, Land of Confusion, Ronald Reagan is a plastic, uh, again, clown. The, the yep. presentation of the United States, the, the president of the United States when there was a Republican in office for the past 40 plus years has been, this is an absolute moron and anyone that supports him is also an absolute moron. And we're, we're seeing that now, although Trump has managed to tip it back to your evil because Trump is Adolf Hitler and the Ku Klux Klan and I, I can't even think of something misogynist enough to liken him to. Well, except, you know, he just did this big peace thing with, with Israel. So, Oh, no, he yeah. didn't because they didn't cover it. So it never happened. Worst Hitler and, ever. And if you mention it, by the way, you'll get banned by Facebook. But other than that, there's, you know. I just feel like I've done all the talking. Like, this is the Jay show tonight. I'm like, I feel awful. No, it's good. Just on a, yeah, just, it, it just brings up a whole bunch of stuff. And I think. <laughs> you give us good content. content. Well, it's just, you know, bringing it back to the whole piece in the Middle East. And, you know, like going down to, I mean, going all the way back to the Rose Garden Accords with Jimmy Carter. Go, you know, back to Jimmy Carter. He's history's greatest monster. I've got to throw the Simpsons quote in. I'm sorry. I have to. But this has been something, yeah, this is something that the media has been, it's been like a bet noir that, you know, oh, oh, only the Democrats could bring, only Nixon could go to China and only the Democrats could bring us peace in the Middle East. And then you've got this orange man bad, this absolute misogynist, racist, homophobic, horrible human being, and, oh, shit, Hitler just brought peace to the Middle East. How do you reconcile that? You've spent four years, this man is literally Hitler. Except that he played a part in bringing peace to an area of the world where they have been at war literally in recorded human history. 
Yeah, pretty much. And since they really don't know how to spin it, they just ignore it. It didn't happen. You know, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there, does it really does it make any noise? Well, if a president brokers a historic peace accord and nobody covers it, did it really happen? Well, it's not like the Democrats like Israel anyway. Well, exactly. So it's easy for them to ignore it. Right. And now, now I did want to bring up, it's an interesting point. World politics ceased to exist. George Bush, war for oil. Right? Mm. Like, we, we were, you know, the awful, horrible Americans who were invading countries for oil. I mean, you know, it's not like something happened where we were attacked and thousands died or anything like that. Well, we, we just that. woke up one day and said, you know what? We're going to go invade a section of the world that every fucking superpower has tried in the past hundred years and failed. But we're going to go there because we want oil. Last time I checked, there's no oil in Afghanistan. Well, you know, there's poppies and, and that's heroin. So well, or CIA morphine. likes that. Actually, yeah, you know well, what? Yeah. You could you could actually make a pretty good case that we went to war in Afghanistan so the CIA could corner the market on heroin in the world. <laughs> that's that's a that's yeah. actually a believable but, but, story. But geopolitics did not matter when Bill Clinton was president. Clearly were of super importance when George Chimp Hitler Bush was president because he was controlled by Halliburton and he made the United States military go invade countries they didn't want to invade for no reason whatsoever so that he could, let's see, pick from a list, avenge his daddy, um, cover up his domestic policy failures um, because his puppet master Dick Cheney was pulling his strings telling him to or just Insert your wild leftist theory here. Boom. Eight years. Then we had another eight years of Barack Obama and the Nobel Prize winning Barack Obama. And, well, pretty much another eight-year vacation from history, wasn't it? There wasn't a lot of focus on world events from 2008 to 2016. Well, that's because history doesn't matter. Other than, I mean... Barack Obama killed Osama bin Laden. And then after that, more domestic. Okay, all right, whatever. Donald Trump comes in and all of a sudden, foreign policy? Well, but the world does not exist beyond our borders because when Trump does something historic, like bring U.S. troops home from fucking germany oh no that's wrong you can't do okay this this is a fucking tenet of the goddamn libertarians for christ's sake let alone the democrats the fucking libertarians they've been like oh bring troops home trump does it crickets trump helps broker a tentative peace plan in the middle east crickets brings troops home from afghanistan crickets So from 2001 until 2009, basically you were fucking using U.S. world policy as nothing more than a bludgeon. You really didn't give a fucking rat's ass what happened outside of our borders unless you could beat George Bush with it. 
or going back and tying it all together back to Red Dawn, you could beat Ronald Reagan with it. It's almost like it's a fifth column. <laughs> almost. You know, I just... You know, I've been, I've been seeing a lot of uh, Biden signs in people's yards. Really? Really? Here. Yeah. I haven't seen a single And, one. well, you live in Texas, Alan. Yeah. Um, it's no, I've been though. seeing a lot, actually. We have Democrats. A surprising, surprising number. Okay. Um, and, but there's one sign that I keep seeing, you know, in different yards, and it's not like an official Biden sign, but it's, it's like a stop the Donald sign. Yeah. Stop the Donald. I'm like, stop him from what exactly? Existing. Well, yeah, okay, okay, but like, stop him from, I don't know, creating the lowest unemployment rates for for Black Americans. Like, stop him from doing that. Stop him from doing this peace treaty with in the Middle East. Stop him from, you know, like what? What exactly? What is yep. it Everything. they want to stop? Yep, his existence. And furthermore, why? Like, I just. I don't get it. Like, who are they listening to where Donald Trump is so nefarious and he's doing all this terrible stuff and, oh, like, what is he doing? <laughs> CNN. What is he doing that's so bad? Existing. Well, I, it's, it's, it's absolutely bizarre to me. It's, it's interesting, Brita, because it's, it ties into, I, I, I started to mention it earlier and, and then, then I digressed on myself, but, Trump has done things like roll the cafe standards back. He's at least attempted to get rid of the horrible Affordable Health Care Act. Right. He's doing things like addressing incandescent light bulbs, low flow toilets, and showerheads. Uh, showerheads. 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 Oh God! If he if he could fix toilets and dishwashers, we would oh, we would. But- we would what whatever amendment that is that limits presidents <laughs> to, to two terms would be overruled. In a but you know, he has been very quietly and without a lot of fanfare, rolling back a lot of the progressive bullshit of the last eight yeah. years, and the left yeah. is losing their mind because how dare you undo the shit we did, even though. They spent eight years undoing the shit that everyone else did, that the right had done. And yet, on the right, Trump hasn't done anything. Yeah. Well, he's not doing it. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. He's not doing that. You know, he's not doing this. And then, but part of it is messaging. Part of it, I'll blame the Trump campaign for not being more out front, for not patting themselves on the back enough. For not saying, you people don't want these horrible, shitty fucking showerheads that dribble water on you. And the savings, the water savings is negligible. It's, it's stupid. Right. It There's no reason for it. Especially when you consider that the, the industrial and farming uses of water dwarf by a huge right. percentage. Resi- exactly. Residential usage of water, even people that water their yards, is a drop in the bucket. It is literally nothing. 
in yeah. the use of water. So all this, all this BS about toilets that don't work and washing machines that don't clean anything and dishwashers that don't work and shower heads that won't spray is yeah. all hair shirt virtue signaling yeah. bullshit. It doesn't do anything to save water. Yeah. It just makes everybody miserable. And fix gas cans while he's at it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Bring back. The, I don't get that. I make more of a fucking mess with these new bullshit gas cans than oh, yeah. I ever did with the old ones. That had a fucking hole. That's all it was, was a hole that you popped. <laughs> you took the fucking plug out and it flowed. And, oh, look, it works. Now it's like this fucking complicated thing. You need three hands to work and you get gasoline everywhere. And this is better according to these fucking morons. Yeah, it's crazy. I went up with gasoline all over my fucking driveway because you know what I started doing? You know, do you know how I fill, how I fill up my lawnmower? I take the entire fucking nozzle off and I pour it directly from the fucking can. I have a, I, I use a funnel. I don't even bother. I'm just like, no, nope, fucking. <laughs> I take the whole thing off. I'm like, dump, dump, Soak dump, it dump, down. dump. Fuck it. Uh, I, I, I bought <laughs> gas cans back pre pre Y2K. Okay. I bought I, I, numerous six gallon gas cans because I figured, well, if fucking society goes to hell because of the Y2K, I'll have enough gas to fill up both cars and, you know, we can, yay, we do that. So I had a whole bunch of them. And when we moved, I was like, I don't need them. I left them. My dad's got them now. Oh, man. And I'm like, God damn it. What the fuck is wrong with me? I should have taken at least one of them. <laughs> you, you, you know and I went out, and bought, went out and bought one of the new two-gallon gas cans. And it is such... I would rather use a goddamn milk jug now, than wait, this fucking piece of here, shit gas here's, can. Here's what you do. You, you, you can, and you can still buy... It's funny. It's, it's, it's actually hilarious. You know, you can, you can buy, you know, for instance, like a... Like a like a leg, a quote legal five gallon gas can is like stupid expensive. Yeah. But you can buy a NATO quote water for, for non potable. <laughs> it, it literally has a sticker on it. This says for non potable water only. <laughs> and it is a straight up legit European NATO gas can with the vent that actually works and actually flows and yes, gasoline is a non-potable liquid. <laughs> That's true. That is very so, true. I just yeah. the only the only thing you can't do legally is dispense gas from a gas station into it. Now you know how many people check that. I was going to say, but how do you get gasoline into your gas can if not from a gas station? Well, you put it in a, you know, there. So, so the one thing you do is you just pull in and fill up your gas can, and who who looks, yeah. who checks? Yeah, nobody's going to check, right? The other, but but if you really wanted to be super paranoid about it, you get you know you get a stupid five gallon gas can, and you go fill that up, and you bring it home, and you fill up your NATO can that actually works <laughs> with the gas, and then you're not you know breaking the law. Or you just say, screw you, I'm filling up my gas can. Anyway, as we've it's gone a- 15 minutes over and Brita's eyes are rolling in the back of her head. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, I'm sitting here enjoying my female privilege because I don't have to deal with gas cans at all. 
what, you know, um, pays to be a girl sometimes. What what color nail polish are you applying I tonight? I did a sparkly pink. Sparkly pink. Yeah. Wonder I wonder what the vapor release of nail polish is, and is it more or less than spilling your gas all over the driveway? <laughs> I would say so, it's less. The way I dump gas everywhere, I guarantee you it's less. Or or the or, or my favorite, if it's not a gas can, it's these stupid these stupid vapor retention fill nozzles on your car oh, that God, yeah. wind up when the when the fuel filler thingy clicks off, the the vapor pressure in your tank forces like a pint of gasoline <laughs> to come spurting out of your you know, your your gas thing and, and drain you know all spills off the side of your car and makes a puddle underneath it on the concrete yet another thing i don't have to do yeah well, there you go <laughs> oh thanks God. for doing the dirty jobs for us guys you're welcome we appreciate it anyway yep good night everybody yeah we're done we got extra okay. extra content. I've got right. I've got a minute, uh, an hour and twenty three minutes. It's wow. actually on the. It's actually uh, an hour seventeen. I'm hoping to yeah. see the. Yeah. Am I getting overtime yes. on my paycheck this week? <laughs> we will yes. double your pay, Brita. Yeah, you're getting <laughs> triple, okay, triple time. <laughs> wow, triple time. Oh, wow, I'm feeling, really? I'm feeling generous. I'm gonna quit my job at the library and what the hell? What the hell? Just make do it this you know, the whole time. Just make it a flat ten x. <laughs> and if you if you if you do really well, we'll get you an old school gas can. Hey, that's awesome. Worth, that's worth money, Jay. Come on, we can't do yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Those things are expensive. Just, Have you looked I'm at eBay? <laughs> I know, I know. You know, it's like I'm thinking about all the gas cans my grandfather had. Oh, yeah. You know, he probably had like, I don't know, 10 or 15, just two gallon, five gallons, some of the old, yeah, I mean, the old metal cans. Oh, yeah. For the, for the, uh, we had a, we had a tractor, you know, and uh, you can't just, you can't just run a tractor. Can't you just punch a hole in it? You can't. Can't you You just punch a hole in the new ones? I've I've actually heard. That a twenty-two casing can uh, both punch, punch a hole and seal it. There you go. I just, Perfect. I, I'm trying to figure out what they thought they were doing by fucking with them, mm. because they certainly didn't make them spill less gasoline. My fucking driveway is proof of that. Because you've got to, you've got to. Push the lip of the. So what do you do? You take the twenty-two casing, you like heat it up, and then you push it through the plastic and makes a I, hole. I, I don't know. And then know. you can I, use the casing like I said, as I just, a plug. Yeah? yeah. Yeah, basically. It's like arts and crafts. I think it, exactly. Do that. There you go. But it's like you you have to screw the nozzle on. Okay, you had to do that before. Oh, that's fine. That's the same. But now it's got this weird valve that you have to both pinch <laughs> and push. So you need to use both hands while trying to hold 20, gallon, 20 pounds of gas can. Well, 
over a lawnmower. I, I will tell you a gas can oh, that you boy. can still buy that works great, Jay. It's yes. the, and that's the the round eagle five gallon gas can. Ah, comes with a giant yellow funnel that clamps on the spout. Works great. Like, like I said, the only thing I use a gas can for is my push mower, and all I do is I get a two gallon get two gallon can. I fill it with two gallons of gas, and it lasts me an entire summer. Uh, and I just take I, the nozzle off and pour it right from the hole. I have an electric mower. So I don't even do that. But I do have a generator that I keep. You know, what are you, a hippie? I keep 20 or 30 damn gallons no, around. Damn, he, he's a lefty hippie. No, I, you know what it is? I get tired of like every other year buying a new goddamn gas mower because they stop working. Because that's another thing that apparently you can't make work anymore. Yeah. Mm. Well, they got so many safety features because... Fucking wiener kids kept cutting their toes off. Jesus Christ, bunch of fucking whiners. <laughs> Lose a couple of toes, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we need a special bar that lets go and it does, stops running. I'm like, yeah, just fucking wrap that thing with duct tape. You're done. Good. Perfect. <laughs> Pads the handle. Fuck it. Kid's oh. going to lose a toe, but he's an idiot. He doesn't need them. Come on. <laughs> Best <laughs> show ever. <laughs> Survival of the goddamn fittest idea. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I remember my my dad had this fucking gold Yard King mower. I think the engine was actually concrete. Yeah, it, it, it had one moving part. It had a handle you yanked on about hundred and seventy-five times until the fucking thing started. I don't even. Re- I think you had to let it run out of gas before it shut off. I, I distinctly remember rolling into the garage, still running, and being like, I don't know. I don't know how to shut off. I think you have to actually take the spark plug out. I'm, I'm <laughs> winding my hand around as though I am operating a wrench to take the spark plug out. <laughs> Nobody can see me, but I'm in my kitchen doing this. because. And we've progressed from that to I have this bizarre lawnmower with switches and wires and I got to pull stuff now. Now, on the plus side, it starts on like the 13th or 14th pole instead of 175, but it's yeah, complicated. Yeah, but next year it won't even start no matter what. You'll have to get a new one. <laughs> uh, see, I did, I did the, the electric one for several years, and it worked great right up until it stopped working. You so, had the battery. Right? As they do. No, yeah, you had the battery. Works great until yes. mine's, mine's a plug in. I had the battery, which is why I will never buy an electric car. Yeah. Because my battery powered mower worked great for like three years and then it just fell off a cliff. Yep. I could do my entire lawn. I could do my entire lawn. I could do my entire lawn. Oh, you can do the front and then wait a day, charge it up, and then do the back. No. I've got a vacuum cleaner similar to that. It's I got one of those. Okay, uh, guys, I'm going. <laughs> okay, we we've officially bored Rita to death. We've gone into vacuum cleaners now. That's right. She's dead. Rita, Rita's about. gonna go now. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. We'll That's a sign, the, Jay. Save it for the week after next. <laughs> yes. That's right. Jay Jay won't be here next week, so I will be a scofflaw. That's right. Damn it, Jay. Sorry, I haven't right. taken a vacation since I don't know, like. Christmas. I understand. Take your vacation. So, sorry, folks. I will be yeah. quarantining Enjoy. somewhere else. 
I will try, and we'll see you in two weeks, folks. We, we may or may not okay. have a show next week. Have well, fun. yeah, if you guys yeah, want, we'll see. Whatever. We'll see. I don't like doing shows without everyone on board. Aww. It's, you know, it's just not right. That boy ain't right. Anyway, All right. Bye, everyone. Good night, okay. y'all. Good night, everybody.